Welcome to the Think Up podcast. Think Up is the number one app for affirmations and motivation to help you change your thoughts and your self-talk to positive. Every podcast episode features a different angle by a different expert intended to shed some light on how to overcome challenges and make your life a better and more positive life to live. Let's begin. Hi, everyone. My name is Larissa Creco. I'm a professional dancer and performer in Los Angeles, California, and I'm here today to talk to you guys a little bit about my healing journey. I am so grateful to be here sharing a little piece of my heart um, and just how incredible, specifically, the Think Up app has been in my healing journey and in my life. It was and still is such a key element in healing my mind, my body, and definitely many parts of my heart that have needed tending to and mending for many years. So a little bit about my backstory. I moved to Los Angeles right out of high school at 18 years old. I didn't know anybody in L.A., all I knew is that I wanted to become a dancer. I wanted to dance professionally in life. So I moved 3,000 miles away from my family, not knowing anyone. Was it scary? Kind of. But at the time, I think when you're young, you have this sense of bravery that is unmatched when you're older. There's just a certain sense of feeling untouchable. At least that's how I felt when I was 18. So navigating life without my family, without knowing anyone, was extremely tough at some times, but also extremely eye-opening and incredible. I'm from Westchester County, New York, which is right outside Manhattan. And it's such a different life than Los Angeles, and I am so grateful that I moved away and experienced something different and new and new people and new ideas and new dance styles and new friendships and just knew everything. Everything that I knew before had was being challenged, and I loved that. It was like for the first time in my life, I was able to see through my lens and I was able to make decisions for myself and I was able to think for Larissa, for me. And that is irreplaceable. And a lot of that has to do with a lot of childhood adversity, which has greatly affected my life in so many ways. And it directly ties into my story I think a lot of people's stories start with their childhood. And I think that a lot of times the answer to our pain or heartbreak or these deeply rooted traumas, obviously everyone has different life stories and different experiences. But for me personally, my childhood is where a lot of the unraveling that I needed to do was buried, specifically pertaining to um, 
mind-body illness, which prompted me to start using the ThinkUp app. So mind-body illness is something that I did not know anything about up until last year. In July 2019, I started to experience extreme flu-like symptoms that were not going away after one month, two months, three months, four months, five months. And <clears throat> during that time, I had thrust myself into a panic because no doctor was able to give me any substantial or real answers as to what was wrong with me. They kept telling me, there's nothing wrong with you physically. This is all in your head. Nobody believed me. Nobody believed what I was feeling. So I kept spiraling deeper into an anxiety and depressive state. And I didn't know how to crawl out of it. I felt doomed. I felt like my body was failing me. I felt like, how am I going to get through another day? I had widespread pain throughout my entire body, pounding headaches every day, an elevated temperature. It hurt to do practically anything. And mind you, my job, my career is as a professional dancer. So with all of it, all of this, excuse me, happening, I truly felt lost. I felt immobilized. I felt hopeless and completely and utterly drained every single day. And I didn't know what to do. I did not know what to do. Now, prior to July, both of my grandfathers had passed away within a week apart of each other back in April of 2019. One of my grandfathers was a father figure to me. So rewinding back to my childhood, I had went through many years of trauma pertaining to my parents. And I grew up with seeing a lot of abuse. I grew up in chaos, instability, seeing erratic behaviors, and no sense of safety. My grandfather was my sense of safety. He was my support, and he made me feel stable in my life. So when my grandfather passed away, I did what I do best, suppress. I thought at the time that strength meant not showing your emotions. So I buried my grief and my anger and my sadness deep within my soul. And I was used to doing that because I had been doing it since I was a child. I had been taught to put on a happy face. If any teacher asks me what's going on, I don't tell the truth. I sweep it under the rug and I continue on with my life. Again, because that has been instilled in me since I was a child, unfortunately. I never felt safe expressing my feelings. 
I never felt allowed. So even though I was incredibly hurt and sad and mad and lost when my grandfather passed, I just continued to do, again, what I've been doing forever, to pretend like it wasn't bothering me. So I chose to silver line it with a sense of positivity, even though I wasn't feeling that way. And I think that, yes, it is what I have been taught since childhood to suppress, but I also think there's a sense in our society that glorifies positivity and kind of shuns away anything that's quote-unquote deemed a negative emotion or anything that isn't happy or positive or bright. And positivity, 100%, is incredibly powerful. It is one of the many tools that has been able to help me back on my road to recovery. But I think that it needs to be done delicately in a sense that positivity, when it's inauthentic, is really just another form of suppressing your emotions and kind of looking the other way. Definitely was for me. I thought that I needed to be positive at all costs. And I now know that that worked against me. It adversely was one of the key factors actually in propelling my sickness and it triggered a lot of things inside of me. I remember feeling this deep sense of shame that actually had been looming over my whole life. Every time that I felt something other than positive. And that shame grew and grew and grew and manifested into physical illness. The anxiety, the frustration, the anger that I suppressed, all of these things since I was a little girl have manifested into illness, physical symptoms, and slowly peeling back these layers have been incredibly scary and beautifully amazing at the same time. I think the death of my grandfather was just the last straw that I had mentally, emotionally, and physically, and it triggered these extreme physical symptoms that were just not going away. So I was stuck in this cycle of feeling sick in permanent fight or flight, and this extreme fear and panic. And when that happens, your, your, your immune system, your nervous system, isn't able to repair. And it's incredible just how connected our minds are to our bodies. So after about nine months of no relief from physical symptoms, I started to do my own research. Um, I thought 
well, they can't find anything physically wrong with me. I need to explore other avenues of treatment. So I found a book by a man named John Sarno, who kind of started and propelled this movement of mind-body um, illness. And I also found a doctor in Los Angeles, David Schechter, who worked with me and was able to uncover and, yes, diagnose me with mind-body illness. He wrote a book. I followed his program. And one of the things that he made very clear and had me do specifically multiple times a day was use the ThinkUp app. And he said, this is an incredible tool where you can record your own affirmations with your own voice. And you will learn through training your brain and rewiring your thoughts that you can heal yourself through affirmations, again, by repetitive speaking, by habitual listening. So I'd like to share a couple of the affirmations that have been monumental to me in my life and in my healing journey with mind-body illness. Physical activity is safe and healthy for me. I understand there can be ups and downs on the road to healing. This pain is due to stress, not a structural problem. I deal with my doubts and I accept this approach. I can trust myself to handle anything. My capability and potential are endless. I am safe and secure in the world. I have the courage to follow my inner wisdom. Those are my top affirmations that have truly transformed me and they really are so specific to what I needed to hear, to heal, that I would say I started healing within a month. And to go from feeling hopeless and distraught and tired and panicked every single day to glimpses of hope to a recovery was astronomical and incredible. I thought I would not be able to get there. During this time, I had also been diagnosed with obsessive compulsive disorder, post-traumatic stress disorder, and I had always been um, a very anxious person, but I was also diagnosed with panic disorder. So what comes with those things are a lot of perfectionistic qualities, a constant feeling of doom, constantly feeling like something's going to go wrong, and just sheer fear all the time. So three affirmations, my top three out of the ones that I just read would be, I have the courage 
to follow my inner wisdom. This one was key for me because I had learned to not trust myself and not trust my emotions throughout my life. The second one would be I can trust myself to handle anything. It also ties into trust, this one, but I never believed in myself in the fact that I never believed that I could handle anything. I kept this tape going in my head that I'm so fragile. I can't handle anything anymore because I had gone through so much. But I failed to realize that I had survived it all. I forgot that I survived and I thrived through it all. I didn't ever give myself enough credit for that. And the last one, I understand there can be ups and downs on the road to healing. This one directly ties into my perfectionism because I thought my whole life, I thought healing was linear and I thought life was supposed to be perfect. I thought that there was some destination that I would reach and that my life would be problemless. And that is a lie. It's just not true. So really learning how to cultivate a heart of empathy for myself and really accept and embrace all of my emotions was truly a key factor in my healing. And the affirmations, rewiring my brain, has totally transformed my life. And today, September 22nd, 2020, I can say that I am 90% healed of what I thought was going to last forever. And that's truly incredible. Again, the mind is so powerful and we forget how much power our minds truly have over our bodies and our physical well-being. I think a lot of medicine likes to separate the two, but I am living proof that they are intertwined and connected eternally. Thank you guys so much for listening. It was an honor and a pleasure to be here today to share a little bit of my healing journey with all of you. And never forget just how powerful our minds are, how powerful our spirits are, and how capable you are of healing. It takes a lot of courage to wake up every day and just be a human in this world as we grow and learn and transform every day of our lives. We hope that this episode helped you become a bit more positive and gain more knowledge about how you can improve your life. From all of us at ThinkUp, we invite you to stay committed, stay open, and know that anything you want for yourself is possible. Good luck with your continued self-improvement.